0: Salutations, everybody. We're back with another episode of Bald and Bingeable. My name is D'Angelo and I'm here to take you on an auditory journey of all things pop culture that we can't help but consume, the stuff we are insatiable for, the things we find truly bingeable. Today, the bingeable one is Goddess Sydney. She's joining me here today on the show and I'm so excited. Hello, Goddess, how are you?
1: Hi, D'Angelo, I'm great. How are you, honey?
0: Good. See, this is my excuse. Like I I said this last week, is this show is purely my excuse to talk to people that I like that, like during the pandemic, I've been like separated from. So, (laughs) (laughs) Goddess Sydney, as you guys, um, we're going to go down this little journey today with her. She's bingeable because, again, we're going to be talking about fetishes. And she's a dominatrix, guys. So this is should be a fun little jaunt. And the fact that like she's a friend of mine kind of makes this even more fun and sweet because we kind of bow in and out of each other's social medias, I think. And it's like, oh, she's doing <laughs> that today. And then you're like looking at mine, you're like, Oh, he's like that today. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love following you on social media. It's very Thank scandalous. You. Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay how has your social media
0: journey been lately
1: <laughs> it's been good you know i just was realizing the other day that in eight years i've had my instagram shut down three times so i'm on my fourth instagram so i'm you know my following followers numbers are not where i want them to be but it's just not really much you can do
0: and your last account was doing really really well too like-
1: i know if i had all of them together i'd probably have about twenty thousand followers but
0: Ugh. Okay, so tell people where they can find you before we even go any further. <laughs>
1: well, the, the best place is my website, of course, but I'm on Instagram under the Goddess Sydney. I'm on Twitter, um, Goddess Sydney J. I have a um, link tree, so everything's there. But um, Okay,
0: so you guys can find yeah. her link tree. Go to GoddessSydney.com and you guys can find all of her things. Get her followers yeah. back up, especially over there on Instagram. The, okay, dude, so... I told you we're gonna sidetrack here and there i understand your pain about being shut down because i actually was shut down once a few years ago and i had like um broken the ten thousand mark you know Mm -hmm. which is like that's when you can start linking things and you get all those extra stuff you know yeah and for all things that it was over it was a picture of episode one guest grace towers okay we're
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love grace
0: yeah but it was um it was grace towers and disco dolly Uh, Two drag queens here in town and it was during Rich's, um, I think it was like the 20th anniversary and it was a picture of the two of them. They were dressed, they both had um, undies on, wigs, full gender fuck kind of situation happening. And just Grace, you know how she can open those legs, and she's like yes. in f- full splitsville, <laughs> and <laughs> and um and it looked like Disco Dolly was trying to lick her, and I got shut down. That was wow. that was the final straw, and it was like I can't get back in. So I have like these like night terrors now that it's like. Oh my god, is my is my Instagram shut down?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think with mine, remember I was I even took time to censor mine because remember I'd have a strap on, but then I put like a Euro mm-hmm. emoji over it and I'd be like, mm, You want my Ero? And you always <laughs> would text me, and be like, Oh my god, the Euro.
0: <laughs> the Euro. I love Euros. They're so good. <laughs> they're delicious.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're my favorite. So Figur- yeah, figuratively so- and literally.
1: <laughs> hey so um with a nice tzatziki i so, <laughs> um so yeah so my my instagram's just super neutered now
0: i feel that's what i'm doing right now is like with the podcast and like and with just life in general i don't want to get shut down like cuz i finally like i'm over 15,000 now and i'm like trying to like let's creep in there i want to be an influencer dude like i want a fab tip fun box you
1: are an influencer <laughs> that's fun i know or
0: or they have those like gay versions that are like gay underwear boxes and they're so thirsty oh my god those
1: are awesome
0: okay no but you always
1: are in those thirsty chonies yes i'm
0: (laughs) always in thirsty chonies but i don't have an underwear box i don't have like one of those kind of things but my friends who do it's like need to get you one yeah, but the thing is, they never send underwear that's, like, the right size. So everybody always has, like, four butt cheeks, you know? that's like, they're <laughs> cut in half. Like, it just doesn't. It's never cute. And then, like, the front, the front, it does nothing for the bulge. It's always all smashed down. So it's, like, you can keep your underwear box. I'll go pay for underwear, I guess. If you're even going to wear any. But, I mean, like, that's a whole thing. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to get that front pocket kind.
0: The one you could put your lipstick in?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes so that yeah christian okay. something right
0: um andrew christian and andrew yes christian andrew christian the, yeah see okay we're talking about on these um andrew christian is great because he does put a really nice pouch in his briefs you know that like so <laughs> for the, the kangaroo <laughs> it's for the kangaroo for the dingo for the dingo baby um <laughs> And the thing is, is and it always looks good when you wear a pair of Andrew Christian. Like the front will always look good because he puts enough room up there. And there's a few other brands that are out there like N2N and that. And like, you know, all my friends, they love like their Nasty Pig. But Nasty Pig is almost like um, armor. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, like it very much has like it's 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 got its own like little pouch. Okay. So let's I'm going to flip topics because we're talking okay. about we're talking about outfits. Okay. <laughs> So when it comes to the whole dominatrix situation and everything else. And so, and I understand. So like on your website, I did see that you have like a few people want to set up an appointment and they can do an intake and all that. Like, what do you, how do you choose what you're going to wear? What does God Sydney go to into your closet and what are the thoughts?
1: <laughs> I'm a, I love leather. I'm okay. a leather fetishist. Um, So I have a lot of leather, but I also have a lot of latex because it's really popular. Mm-hmm. So, um, I also have a lot of PVC too. I have a lot of everything, depending on if somebody has a specific fetish that they want me to dress for. Um, But can
0: you break down? What's the difference between the PVC and the latex?
1: So PVC is usually going to be cheaper. Mm -hmm. Um, Oftentimes, it will last longer than latex because latex is very fragile. But latex is very expensive, right? Like the average latex corset is like 800 bucks.
0: And that's the whole latex situation is like when you you shine it up with like lube and like that whole thing. yeah
1: or like there's okay. stuff called Shine or whatever that you use um but you know with latex like i have long nails so i have to be really careful putting it on because i can put a nail right through my latex and the whole if you know thousand dollar outfit's done it's done i gotta throw uh, it away that is i mean i could technically repair it but then it won't be uniform it won't be smooth it'll be like a little glue spot or whatever it's so you know latex I would say like it's. it's challenging, especially <laughs> like putting latex pants on is literally like sliding up a condom so you have to lube your body or you have to like talc your body
0: mm-hmm. to put
1: it on and then like. You just have to be take your time putting them on, and I get really frustrated. I feel like a baby. I'm like, mm, it's taking you too long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had once I worked backstage at a uh, a couple times actually for magnitude, you know, at Folsom mm-hmm. the magnitude yeah. party, and. Um, there's a couple people who would, you know, they'd want to wear the latex and trying to get people into their latex and just like spraying them down with lube mm-hmm. and squeezing them in. And then you're just constantly like, you're just like, we're going to be real familiar. So I'm going to put my hands inside your body basically <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like to get this thing to slide on. Yeah. So, but so when, if, if I were booking with you, how do I get to choose, do I get to choose what you wear? Or is that a situation because you're dom? is that something that you dictate? What is the situation there?
1: It depends. If somebody is like a fetishist, right, a latex fetishist, um, they have to pay more if they want to specifically say, I want you to wear latex leggings and a latex corset and gloves and a hood. Like if they want to pick out the whole outfit, that that's more tribute. You got to pay me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you just say, I want, la- I, want you- I would like you to wear a latex or I request you to wear a latex and not really control, then I'll just wear whatever I want. That's latex, you know, so mm-hmm because I, because I do, um, I do handers, not the right word. I'm not thinking of the right word. Cater. There you we cater. You I cater. cater. <laughs> Ander is not the right word. I cater. She
0: caters and delivers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I cater to a lot of fetishists, you know, foot fetishes, lingerie fetishes, nylon, pantyhose, you know, there's so many, um, uh-huh. so yeah, I mean that's just part of the actual session. That could be the whole session, just worshiping and polishing my latex.
0: That's so fun. Like, let me bring my stuff over and you're gonna clean it for me. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Like that's amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love your life and I love your job. So it's okay, so let's back up a little bit. So how did you get how did you become a dominatrix? How did you become you know, in this power in this power role?
1: Well, um you know, I've always been like that. Like I've been dommy since I was very young. And um then when I got out of my bachelor's degree program, which was in intersectional feminism and religious studies, I was like, hmm, what can I do with this?" And I was like, "I'll become a sex worker." Like
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, and I didn't really want to I felt comfortable being dominant. And so I chose to be a dominatrix. And I started online doing cam work um, as a Dom. And uh, then I found a real time Dom to train me as my mentor. And I've had a couple mentors since so you kind of have to do the work to get in and find somebody who wants to train you because that's probably the hardest part is finding somebody who wants to train you. Mm -hmm. Um, Does that have to do with
0: like the rule? Like, like, rules and just the way of the protocols is that is that is it like something handed down like how does that work
1: yes and also like just how to book a session and what to look for to know if somebody is like really trying to book or if they're trying to bust you or what's going on kind of mm-hmm. thing so like there's a lot of that you have to pay attention to but yeah a lot of the mentoring is like safety stuff you know like actually how to tie someone how to beat someone's junk up without you know hurting take them. taking a ball off
0: totally <Stuff>. So it's, it's so, some of it's anatomy, some of it's business studies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also have like a little bit of just like street smarts that they kind of help instill in you.
1: Right. And, so, and then a lot of it is protocol. Yeah. So like, you know, it depends what you're doing. If you're doing like old guard, then there's a lot of that with that. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, there's I a lot find, of psychology.
0: Okay. I love that because you guys, it's talking and it's, 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 it really is about communication with somebody. That's really. A lot important. of
1: the time. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's also a lot of body language and like reading people, which I'm really good at. So I had a holistic practice for like 20 years before I did this. So a little under 20 years. I don't want to age myself that much, but um, yeah. <laughs> <You're>
0: like, um, <laughs> I graduated high school 20 years ago, 21 years ago, Two? I don't even know, girl. It's happened. <laughs> yeah. 99 like,
1: was it for me. Me too. Yeah, I know.
0: So yeah, I we went I went home and I, I actually did the um did the whole reunion kind of a thing. And so it was it was interesting, you know. I
1: did, <laughs> You're like, oh these people again. <laughs> well, it really
0: was. And the thing is I, I talked about this like, I think a while like a little recently, but it was just it was one of those things it was that I wasn't completely expecting, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, into how and how I felt about it. Cause it actually was actually really, really cool, except for I did like totally near the end. It was like, I got to get out of here. And I went yeah. to a gay bar as fast as I could. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. But, yeah. Okay. So as you talk about this, this is like leading me to think, you know, and we talk a lot about like what we binge here and that we were just recently talking about, what we binged, um, bonding on Netflix, which is <laughs> the new, um series it's in season two right now and i just mm-hmm. finished it last night because after you said that you watched it i was like oh i gotta speed through this one so i was like <laughs> I'm, I'm cooking chicken last night and i'm watching you know what's it called this this uh master carter and his little face harness <laughs> you mm-hmm. know that whole yes. so in that in that story and everything is just basically it's about these two best friends and um one of them she's a she's a, she's a madam mistress mia basically and is is it mia
1: I'm really bad at remembering names
0: I know me too okay anyways <laughs> so young little white girl and young ginger they're best friends <laughs> and so and there there is like a whole bunch of journey in it and i think it is kind of cool how they do a whole introduction into a lot of this fetish world because personally myself like i've kind of experienced this just because peripherally you know, I was involved with go-go dancing. I have been for, oh my god, years now since I was like decades. My, yeah, decades. <laughs> Same thing, twenty years. Um, dating myself now. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's just it's one of those things that like I, you know, I don't have the 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 Adonis body, so I am you know I cater to a certain crowd. There's a certain mm-hmm. crowd who is very into this hairy big body, mm-hmm. and. The thing is, and I love it and I have so much fun with it and you get to go in and you like, you get to turn on that one part of your personality for like this moment, you know, in time right. and it's just like, okay, I'm going to turn off the insecure. I'm going to turn off business person. I'm going to, I'm going to make, okay, party boy is up. Nympho is up. You know I mean, like, let's, <laughs> let's, 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 put all these at a hundred and then throw myself out there in a jockstrap, you know, to the wolves at a party. And, yes. and the thing is, is in, in doing that, you know, uh, in the bear parties, and then it became the leather scene and, you know, wearing a harness. And so I started learning about things like the old guard, when it came to, when it came to like leather and, um, the master and sub relationships and all that. And then there's also just this whole new guard that's kind of coming through right now with all of the puppy play and all of this, you know, the latex situation and all that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like watching this kind of thing, you know, that was my experience and then watching this thing on Netflix, you know, with, with bonding and kind of seeing what that experience was. And I was like, Oh, they kind of did that. Right. And so what are your thoughts when it comes to like perception of what you do?
1: Um, It's, it's very, it's layered. I'll say it's layered. Um, I think in season one, they made a bunch of mistakes, but in season two they did a lot better and they addressed a lot of um, issues that were brought up by sex workers online. When we saw season one, a lot of us were like, mm, there was a lot of problems with um Rolf, her living, you know, uh, yeah. showing up on her date and like things like that. So, um, but they kind of like, you know, showed how he got ultimately reprimanded for that. And mm-hmm. so, so they addressed stuff. I think it was good. And I think that it helps people to understand a little bit better that it's not just this way or that way. Like there's a lot of different ways that people can approach their kinks. And it really depends on the people who are engaging in the action together or the group. You know, um, there's just not a one size fits all. There's more than, than, than we even realize. Like I didn't even realize when I got into it, because when I did it on my own, there were certain things that I liked and that's mainly what I focused on. Right. But then when you have to cater to other people, and even as a pro dom, you do cater to other people, like, you know, that's just the way it is. Um, You realize there's a lot. Of stuff out there that you didn't even imagine was a thing and it's i i find it's really amazing but i do think that you know the general population has um a very narrow view of kink yeah, you know their their biggest exposure the thing that made kink the most popular lately has still been 50 shades of gray which is just a, kind of a nightmare but Ugh. Um, yeah it's Ugh. so bad it's so bad okay ladies <laughs> so and gentlemen being gross.
0: <laughs> i'm sorry if you're listening right now but 50 shades of gray is garbage, and if, garbage. You, and if you love it then i think you need to re-examine your life just a tiny tiny bit <laughs> go so, read
1: Anne rice's sleeping beauty <laughs> series okay that's a better
0: what is that
1: you haven't okay I've she writes heard it, of it. Under, oh my god i have all three books so i'll have to let you borrow them
0: okay what is so that?
1: There's three books in the series and she writes under a different name. And I think if you try to buy the books now, they're like thousands of dollars. Um, But it's basically it's called. It's about sleepy beauty and like somebody, the prince goes and wakes her up and then like takes her somewhere to be trained as like a sexual slave. And like there's all these people in there. When does it take place? Oh, God. I don't know. Like. In, is, in the past time is, is it the days of yore the days of yore your... it is there's it is like i call them like oh my god there's just so much butt fucking and like it's just intense it's amazing it's just so it's nasty as a fudge where
0: is this movie how did we get 18 twilights and not a trilogy could, there's of no, the no way they Beauty could thing. do
1: this it would be a straight up it would be like straight up porn
0: push it there we're streaming everything now anyways <laughs> just make it happen look at Bridgerton I mean I'm
1: not against it but are yeah. you did
0: you watch Bridgerton have you watched any of yes. that yes
1: oh yeah okay I so watched like all that
0: okay so the Bridgerton thing okay what did you feel about that how was your feeling I
1: loved it especially <laughs> the last two episodes
0: <laughs> okay here is my situation is that I when they got married there was a oh, spoiler Anyways, um if you're listening to this you guys, you should have binged anything that is at least a week and a half old. Okay, and that came out at Christmas time, so I don't feel bad. Um but when they get married, there was something about that episode I was like I'm not watching this anymore. And so I fell away and then Annie uh setting from Never Growing Up that podcast. That's an extreme mm-hmm. difference from what we're talking about today because that's 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 Disney and this is not Disney. So <laughs> I love my life cuz I've so <laughs> So many varied friends, but um, when we we were talking about it over there, oh my God, what am I talking about? I just sidetracked. Bridgerton me. marriage. How you yes. didn't want to watch it? Yeah, and so she said, just stick with it. So then, and again, I was probably making chicken at my house, and <laughs> like, <laughs> like you do. Yes, because I'm like it's, we're in the we're in the room here, so I always have some kind of TV on, you know. And mm-hmm. if it wasn't Survivor in the last two months, it was going to be something like that. But so, watching Bridgerton. And I got back into it, and I was like, "Oh, this is good again!" Like it, yeah. it did pick itself. There was like a little lull in like the middle of it, so I kind of fell away. Mm-hmm. And so, but I do have to say that I did appreciate that and all the doing it.
1: Yes, like, there is lots of sex things. happening. I was really like, was. "Get it!" He's I'm ready so hot,
0: though. For, he is very hot. Like mm. he's like. I one hope
1: they. I hope they do make him the next uh, James Bond.
0: Oh really? Is that the? I haven't. They're heard talking that.
1: about making him James Bond.
0: Reggie. <laughs> like, re- <laughs> what does it say reggae Reggie? Uh, reggae i don't remember that
1: like they me. i want
0: to say it's probably probably name is probably reggie and everybody was like no you're gonna be Reggie," because like, <laughs> and i'm probably saying it wrong and people are probably yelling at the radio right now but um it's just yeah so i love our, our like little netflix series and so we've just kind of like went around okay asking real quickly back about the whole bonding thing and then your own experience Where are those types of establishments? (laughs) Have you been
1: um, usually in um,
0: like ones that look like that, that have like rooms and situations.
1: Oh yeah. No, I know what you mean. They're usually, I mean, they're in cities. Um, Mm -hmm. There's some here. There's some, a lot of, there's a lot in LA and um, you know, they're all over it, but they're usually in like, um, industrial areas because there's no noise ordinance oh yeah
0: amazing are they like on yelp
1: <laughs> um no i'm like wonder.
0: i was like are they on yelp can i just they're find pretty like
1: they're Cause pretty know, secret
0: because i know paddles new york city like
1: i mean there's new york's a little different because they're regulated for it and it's okay so like it's a lot more easy to find those places huh? um but a lot of places aren't necessarily like regulated for. I think LA is too. LA's like, there's, yeah, there's, there's
0: like certain kind of rules that you can make sure that you just kind of abide by mm -hmm. is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, but the, but a lot of them are still pretty hidden. Like they don't have, you know, a lot of the ones that I know you have, Mm -hmm. like, if you're booking, you have to wait until like two hours before and then like actually call and you'll get like the address then like there's this whole thing to
0: I love it. It's like a rave. (laughs) <laughs> but,
1: yeah yes but, it is but, but, a lot like that
0: <laughs> but like but for activities and proclivities mm-hmm. like so because i know because um I know like paddles in new york city i remember that like from my days of yore see my days of yore oh my god i brought a record <laughs> <laughs> but like that was like one of those things that i just remember that, that was something that people talked about but it was usually the gay guys were just going there at, like, at night because they would turn it into like a whole other situation. And so if that still happens after this whole pandemic, if you went to that, if you ever went to paddles in New York city and you went to one of those after parties, you don't need the vaccine. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like a whole thing. I love that um, when you're talking here, like we would, we talk about like in the media and like with 50 shades of gray and that sort of a thing, There's, like, such a disillusionment, I think, about Fifty Shades of Grey put it, like, in this gross package, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Of, like, it was abuse, like, what he was doing, correct? it
1: was. Mm -hmm.
0: And so, like, okay, so if you can, like, pinpoint, like, something out of, like, what could have made that better?
1: Well, like the first thing that I can think of was the part where he found he was a virgin, that she was a virgin. He's like, I don't want to be a virgin anymore. And then they were having sex like a minute later or whatever. (laughs) Okay. You don't get to make that decision for her. Like, that's not, you know, that's kind of rape. Kind of rapey. rapey.
0: See, I didn't get that far. (laughs) 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 I need to watch them.
1: Well, it's. I I tried
0: reading. And I yeah, read, like, it's the it's first six like, chapters. <laughs>
1: it's probably in like the third or fourth chapter. It's pretty, pretty close to the beginning. It's it's you know a couple times when they start, uh maybe the third time that they meet up or something like that. And then, you know, like I think uh she's going somewhere she's leaving somewhere and she's kind of drunk and her photographer friend's like gonna help her and he just like pulled up out of nowhere and almost starts to fight with this guy and is like don't you talk to her and it's like whoa buddy that's I'm gonna need you to pipe down like eight notches what what are you doing
0: it was you her know? friend
1: yeah uh, the, uh Christian was coming in and trying to like tell her friend that he couldn't
0: see, I need to like talk to now.
1: her or whatever. It was just like, he was like claiming her as like his property in a way that wasn't healthy. Like you don't want to prevent other people from having, you don't want to prevent your subs from having relationships with other people.
0: Well, yeah. Cause That's, then it becomes like a really unhealthy relationship and yeah. kind of that, that'll backfire on you. I think eventually like, Yeah. then that yes. person is just obsessed and they won't let go.
1: Yeah. It's not, it's not good for either person
0: yeesh i've seen some things you know when i went to to like (laughs) to like you know as i've been around i'm a gay man who's almost 40 years old you guys i better have seen some things
1: you better (laughs) i gotta say like gay male leather like community is like i just adore like though i've seen some shit
0: there gay male leather community is fun to me you know what i mean It's i
1: know and i love them they're they're just like the best like, dom- like examples of doms as far as I'm concerned. Like they're just- The they're loving legit. ones.
0: Because the thing is, there's, I, I, I've had like different experiences with different friends and things like that. And you kind of just see what their whole- vibe is and like who are the ones who kind of have a healthy dom sub relationship and yes, so of you course know, and, if, and if you guys don't know what that is please just google it because we're we're just we're an advanced gay gayness right here okay <laughs> <laughs> like, like, gayness. like we, we hit the ground running to talk <laughs> about la- leather and latex so <laughs> like, but um but with this you know with all that in in the exposure to it all. And the, th- the thing is, is my experience with the leather community has been different because I knew a bunch of old guard and there was a whole respect that was given when I first, I think I got more into it when I came here to San Diego, more so than when I lived in New York, you know, previously mm-hmm. um, in New York, I was just very young and just kind of flailing. And when I came to San Diego, the whole nightlife thing became a business for me. Right. And it became like a second means of income when I first first moved here because, you know, the world there was, you know, the economy was shit and everything. And so and I also just wanted to kind of get into the scene because I had seen other people who were like hosting nights at nightclubs and things like that. And in San Diego, you either had to be like a drag queen, do porn or be on a reality show to have any kind of clout when it came to nightclubs you know a
1: reality show really
0: <laughs> yeah it just felt like people who were like on like the real world you know what i mean like jay rodriguez oh, yeah. was here every other week hosting something you know what i mean like yeah. okay and then, i know what you mean yeah and then i saw other people and then it was like there was like this this um underbelly of like gay dancers and all that sort of a thing that just kind of it attracted me and it was like oh i can make this a business because i danced when i was in new york but i didn't really take it seriously it was like make a 100 bucks here and there but like here and one of those ends when you're going to be like getting into the business as somebody who looks like i do as a bear and everything it was get into the leather guys and learn and respect the rituals and respect you know when When a guy, when a, when a dom and the sub are out that you should actually request to speak to the sub from the dom, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like there's, there's little things like that, that you just kind of want to like, you abide by and you show respect and a reverence towards that old guard, because there is something cool because they're keeping like the culture alive, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And so. Just thinking about that, it's just like, you know, and you've learned that from, you know, from your mentors, from your drag, dominatrix, you know, moms, (laughs) like your drag moms, dominatrix moms. I don't know how you call that. Yeah, Dom Um, moms. (laughs) Dom moms. Mm -hmm. But so, you know, how has that been with, with like clients? Like, do they understand to respect that, you know, the protocols or are you teaching people at the same time? It's 50-50,
1: I'd say. Like, some know, um, some need more learning, and some don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of newbie subs out there. I mean, I guess there's more being born every day, but. Um,
0: well, we're going to have a year <laughs> here that nobody has been out there, and they're going to be relearning. And a lot of people who I think have explored now, and now they're going to be looking when they when, when the world opens back up. <laughs>
1: like, yes, they will be, for sure but I mean, they contact us all the time anyway. Um, But I, that's a a lot of the reason why I know who understands how it goes and who doesn't, because those who do will send tribute. They'll contact me through appropriate channels, like my website or through a pay site. They won't try to like, you know, message me on Twitter or Instagram. Um, so So a lot of the times I just don't, I don't even answer my DMs on Instagram or Twitter unless it's somebody I already know. Because you just don't um, know
0: what it's going to be. Like it's.
1: I just know that they're they're fucking around. They're probably sitting with their dick in their hand.
0: And they'll ghost you. Honestly, the is, is, yeah, they just want to. Or they'll be like,
1: it. "I'm gonna tribute you. You want tribute?" And I'm like, "If you were gonna tribute me, you already would have. You wouldn't be having a conversation with me about it." So. And I'm explain that. Ex-
0: explain that a little bit for me. Attribute. So.
1: attributes like um, you know. It's cash, (laughs) (laughs) and so it's like that's what we call get your
0: attention. It's get tipping.
1: Yeah, basically, yeah, it's like a tip you know, or just, just like a present, just tribute, just saying, I respect you as my dominant or as hope as my hope to be dominant or as just a dominant woman. And this is a way that I know that I can convey that I respect you because I know you are a professional and this is your work. And I respect that as well. So it's a sign of respect, it's a sign of admiration. And we tend to call it tribute versus anything else. I mean, that's still, that's what I, you know, accept for, um, sessions is tribute.
0: You just gave me, okay, like I just had an out-of-body experience and I think I jumped into the past and came back to the future as you were talking because you're talking about tributes and like, oh my God. So it's basically people giving you your roses in a sense that to make sure you yes. like, you know, that, yeah. And it, 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 it's mm-hmm. really, really it comes to. You. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's
0: my Side checking tr- again. <laughs> <what I> do. <laughs> do you remember in the age of like Backpage and oh, yeah. Craigslist when people would be like, roses for you, roses for you? Uh-huh. Do you remember
1: this? Oh, yeah.
0: Do they still use that terminology?
1: Well, yes, they do. And, but it's really hard to find that stuff on there now. Well, now I mean, these, yeah. yeah, Backpage isn't even there and Craigslist, like, the part that was used to, that it used to be on is not there. So you have to like the fun part. Into, yeah. You have to go into weird <laughs> like, areas to try to find it if you want to. So it becomes like not even worth the search for me. So.
0: I remember that back in like the day, because Craigslist was like the hookup app for everybody in New York. Yeah. City. Like growing up. Oh my God. And like, you would always see like roses, roses for Latino boy. Like <laughs> that <kind of laughs> like, I'd always be like, I'm a Latino boy.
1: (laughs) I you know, it's actually um it reminds me when I first started to become a Dom, I was like, all I really want is just like some guy to come over and put him in a dress and make him clean my house. Like I wanted a maid so bad because I hate cleaning.
0: I love that.
1: And so, you know, I have I have a maid now.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. So I got one. i'll let you know (laughs) if i
0: need if i need some extra stuff you should come over and have margaritas and and bring them (laughs) (laughs) i will see this is this is how it's gonna work we're gonna get these vaccines we're gonna be cleaning our houses this is how it is going together (laughs) yes oh Mm -hmm. my god i love all of that like i love you so much i love you too i'm looking at my little quest questions here that i have because i've sidetracked us so many times because this is fun um just kind of like wondering to like okay. So you were mentioning there too about when in the beginning, you know, you just wanted a guy to, you know, basically be your maid. Mm-hmm. What is that like to have that kind of power? Is that the part that you enjoy the most out of this? Like, what do what do you what's what's
1: that? I that yes, I enjoy about? power exchange. Total power exchange or TPE is like my main thing that I do. I like the power exchange, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, taking away somebody's power. I, I will have to say I'm a bit of lawyer bait. I have a lot of lawyers.
0: Amazing. Uh,
1: (laughs) um, So yeah, I love the power exchange. I love taking powerful white males mostly and stripping them of their power and making them my bitches.
0: I love, okay. You guys don't understand. (laughs) So God is Sydney. Okay. So the first time, like I met her, I think you were like, I think it was like a brunch. And the thing is, is like. She doesn't walk in and like when she walks in the room, it's like, oh, she doesn't suffer fools. Number one. I remember you had like, (laughs) I think, I think you had dark hair at the time. You had like the black hair. Uh And you had a a really, really great, like Betty page bang, you know? And then it was like the little piercing and it was just like, Oh, who is she? And then you came and sat with us. I was like, Oh my God, she's part of us. (laughs) (laughs) She's our friend. And it was just like so much fun, but it was like, and then when I found out what you did, I was like, Makes sense. This is it. This is it. <laughs> so she's a dominatrix, guys. This is
1: it. This is. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so well, I was like my two best girlfriends when I, um, you know, I was like, so, you know, I just want to tell you, I think I'm going to become a dominatrix. And they just looked at me and they were like, duh. And I was like, <laughs> Why didn't you tell me I could have been doing this so much longer ago?
0: <laughs> how long? Like you said that it was like 20 years ago. Like, how have they grown with your experiences? Like, this is just kind of like, oh, that's her now you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, my friends are super, I'm really blessed. My parents, well, my mother is supportive. I don't talk to my father. Um, my brother is supportive. Like most of my family members know I haven't really had to hide too much. And then my friends are all really supportive too. So,
0: um, I I think I I love it too, because it's just like, it's, it's a
1: job. It is a job. (laughs) Sex work is is work.
0: Yeah, it really is. And it's a
1: different type. I mean, there's, you know, people, some people say it's sex work. Some people say it isn't, but there is definitely a sexual element. I don't have sex with my clients or do s- sexual services, but there's definitely a neuroticism to it and a sensuality and a sexuality that is an, an aspect of it. So um yeah, I mean, it's work. Sex work is work. Period. It
0: totally is. It's, you have to, I mean, you you have to show up and the thing is, is mm-hmm. like, you have to show up and show out and like and i know it from like the side like okay so you go go boys out there and strippers you guys are sex workers just so you know yeah it's what it is and mm-hmm. so deal with it you're not any better than somebody who does porn you're not better than anybody else you know what mm-hmm. i mean so we're, we're all in this thing together and we I all sell in sex it really is and the thing yeah. is and is how good are you going to be at selling this fantasy and how good are you at you know, t- living it. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. think is there's something too about being authentic. People can tell when you're just not mm-hmm. there. When there's when you're vacant behind the eyes and you're going through the motions.
1: Oh, they can tell.
0: Oh my God, they can't. Because
1: the connection is really what people are searching for. Mm-hmm. They lack connection in so many parts of their life that they really want connection and they can tell if you aren't there to connect.
0: That's like that's so you important. know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. And so I think that that makes you a really important part in somebody's, I think, mental health in a sense. It you know really, I, mean? I, yeah, like in an well, outlet.
1: And you know what? I got to tell you, like, like I said, I had a holistic practice for nearly 20 years and I don't really feel that this is a whole lot different. The only difference is like the vehicle, because I've definitely had sessions where like, I've had to just kind of sit and listen to someone vent for an hour, like they weren't in the mood to actually play, but they still wanted to come see me and pay me and then they would just like vent about whatever is going on in their relationship or their job and I would either listen or offer advice and, you know, they'd pay me and massage my feet so it kind of kind of worked out.
0: It really did. Yeah, it made it worth your while to to put the eyeliner on to get mm-hmm. to go through the motion because the other person is, you know, that they're showing up. So if you're showing up, it's really, it's a nice little meeting in the middle. Absolutely. So, I think it's so good. Okay. So I want to know experiences with, with your people. What is something that has been, we'll, we'll we'll let's get trite and lower level here.
1: It's the lower level. Okay.
0: What has been something that somebody has requested that you were unsure about, but then you were totally had fun when you were there.
1: Well, I remember the first time I was, um, taught how to do ball busting because I had somebody ask for a ball busting session. And I was like, well, you know, I mean, I've never done that. I was taught, my mom always taught me like, don't kick guys in the balls. Cause like they're <laughs> really precious jewels or whatever. And I was like, okay, oh,
0: this is what we're teaching little girls. <laughs> don't teach little girls that anymore. You guys, if the guy needs to be kicked in the balls, you kick him in the balls.
1: <laughs> so I, you know, I had my mentor like taught me, you know, some basics. And then, um, Man, after like that first kick though, and it wasn't the cool thing about it is that the person is into it.
0: They're loving it. They
1: love it. And so it's like getting that reaction from them, like just it's like fire to or fuel to a flame. Like it's just, I was like, oh, hell yeah, we're doing this now. You know, I'm just like, so I was a little concerned at first, like, ooh, I don't want to fuck somebody <laughs> up or whatever, you know, and then it uh-huh. was like, Put on the stilettos and let's go to
0: town. <laughs> you're like, this is happening.
1: Yeah, like, it was odd.
0: I, I remember seeing that once. Um, I don't remember where I was. I think it was Folsom East. Yeah,
1: probably Folsom.
0: Yeah, it was. <laughs> but I think it was the, the one on the, the East Coast in New York City. Oh, I okay. I haven't
1: been to
0: that one. Some dude, they had him sitting in a chair and they had a plank of wood, you know, that mm-hmm. was probably like, 12 by by 11 you know what I mean like just like mm-hmm. a piece and a hole in it and they pulled his balls and his cock through the hole mm-hmm. and then somebody just <laughs> and they just like tapped it tapped it tapped it with like a spatula like out on the street you know it looked like a spatula but it was just you know like a it was, it was a toy I think it actually was a spatula though in all seriousness <laughs> um, like, I think I had the rubber you can use
1: a though. lot of kitchen tools <laughs> yes for and BDSM this is,
0: <laughs> and this guy was in have been, yeah, like complete, like, uh, like, and it was just like, wow, like, and it was like, I don't want them to do that to me, but, no. I, but I get it, yeah, <laughs> like, it yeah. Was like, I see what he's going through, and it's not for me, but it's good for him,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the thing about kink is that it's like, there's probably a lot of kinks that a lot of us aren't into, but that doesn't mean other people can't be into them, and that's okay that they are.
0: Okay, honestly, I don't love like all the puppy stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I love how much fun they're all having, and that's the yes. best part. Is like when you're just like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want the puppy a bed. Like take that off. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, at the, but at the same time, like. I will totally watch this. (laughs) Like you guys are having so much fun and you guys are doing belly rubs and everybody's on the floor and everybody's just like it's they're rolling around like it's like Muppet babies. You got to gaggle.
1: (laughs) You got to gaggle of puppies.
0: You really do. And you're just like, oh, look, get him a bowl of water. Get it. I want to see what happens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's funny, though. um, At Folsom, I actually filmed a ball busting scene with like three other doms. And we we had a guy like chained up to a fence
0: nice did this this scene i hope it did very very well for you
1: <laughs> it did it was fun he was scared of me though i had combat boots on
0: jesus christ <laughs> see i would be scared of i'm it kind too. of a
1: heavy status though so you know i mean but i know how to reel it in i have a lot of clients who aren't masochists so
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but i do like my masochistic clients when i get them
0: i love it okay so do you ever do like the whole the cartoonness of like the dominatrix underneath like the pretty flower dress like when you show up and it's like there it is now start <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i usually show up in like leggings or something comfortable and then i have all my leather gear in my bag and my giant strap on and then it's
0: just it's a party in a bag
1: yeah oh, I <laughs>
0: that's not your yoga bag (laughs) (laughs) oh my god have you ever shown up to like a yoga class with like the wrong bag
1: (laughs) I haven't but that would be amazing like
0: why is she doing it down
1: why is there lots of dildos what's happening
0: (laughs) for real what's that smell (laughs) she she opened her bag it smelled like a tire I swear to god (laughs) It smells like rubber. It does. I remember we got all these um, neoprene and rubber uh, pieces once at at this. I think it was at Rich's for us to wear. And it was so much fun. And they were like taping us up with like duct tape and also their kind of thing. And it was just like, and then the best part was, is just kind of seeing who in the crowd would wander towards who and which kind of fetish? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: yes.
0: oh, yeah, like, oh, Dougie's wearing the latex, and everything. you would see like all these latex people just kind of flock on over. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and so it's just, it's amazing. Like, I'm talking about clothes again. I am so gay.
1: I've gotten, well, no, <laughs> I, you know what? I've gotten really good at picking out what fetish people have. Like, we'll go to the bar sometime and when we can again. Um, And I can almost always, especially in like if I go to a straight bar, I can always pick out like the business guys. I'm like, he likes that, he likes that, she likes that. It's just, I've gotten really good at being able to tell what people are secretly hiding.
0: There is a movie in this somewhere, like where you're like, (laughs) like the like it's the executive whisper this will be our new podcast that'll uh, no, be our new podcast ladies and gentlemen we're going to start that podcast soon called the executive whisperer where we just go around and we know what people are into like that's amazing like that you can just kind of like walk around and okay he is into feeding on a bottle and he like <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like that's that's stunning because you've been in the business forever what do you see the most of What is the most like?
1: I see a lot. See (laughs) it. I do see a lot of feet. Um, I have a lot of um, chastity guys Mm -hmm. and sissies. I have a lot of sissies. Fun
0: and they're probably straight. Yeah. I like. I love Mm -hmm. all of that. That's hot though to me. Mm (laughs) Is like. Yeah. Put that executive in a dress. Like Uh let's let's. No, we put them
1: in like some straight up slutty ass clothes.
0: Oh my gosh that's so fun
1: like i one got in trouble because i kept telling her that she i was like listen i've told you this three times before you have got to put your underwear outside of the garter belt it cannot go underneath the garter belt because if you have to go pee you cannot pull your underwear down if you want to be a girl you have to follow these rules
0: my god (laughs) And they're learning, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah. now he knows when he takes that girl out, <laughs> that, like, she needs five more minutes in the bathroom. <laughs> like, there's situations like it really is an educational experience. I think it really it's what it all boils down to. It's educational. It's it's
1: Well, every sub that I'm with, I definitely try to teach them to respect women and to be aware of their own behavior and their um, you know, to call out other men that they see maybe aren't being disrespectful towards women and to step up because you know there's like this thing going around right now especially like I've seen some on TikTok where it's like you know you have to you can't just be the guy who's like well I've never done it yeah but you know you've probably seen your friends do something that you were like "Mm, that's a little bit rapey like why is he acting like that you need to call each other out like you can't just not do anything about it and so I try to tell men like you know you have to speak up
0: respect it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if you if you love something you got to respect it a little bit better right and the thing is and, and it's just i think some of it's a course of learning but then there's like you know you're 48 years old you should know this so then you just teach them a little bit
1: harder yeah <laughs> preferably with my long 10 foot whip but totally. you know i
0: don't <laughs> so what are you watching to wind down what have you been watching lately that just kind of are you a are you a YouTube binger do you watch documentaries are you scripted TV what's, what do you, what's your thing?
1: I watch a lot of fantasy because the world's insane right now so I like to escape um, but I do like um, blacklist because daddy spader's on there okay but I know that that shows old like people are kind of over it or whatever so I'm, I got into that really late.
0: I've gotten oh. into, I told, I was just talking about Survivor 10 minutes ago. Like, I got into a lot of things really late. So, <laughs> I think it's fine. We're all now discovering new things. That's why you yeah. have to discover some housewives. I'm telling you. So, I've, I sh-
1: I've watched a couple episodes and I'm like, all oh, these bitches are crazy.
0: I should have given you an assignment to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta because they, um, Candy on there. Oh my God, Candy Burris. Mm-hmm. She is, she was an escape. Remember the escape, the, um, Mm -hmm. the the R&B group and she wrote like no scrubs and she's a big songwriter and everything. And so she actually has all these side businesses, one of them called candy coated nights. So she has all these like sex toys and things like that. It's very much like Mary, Mary Kay for the sex business. And she is, you know, all these women are in, Number one, it's amazing because it's women of color that are they're taking the stigma away from that so that, you know, they're having like Tupperware parties with her products, you know, that's um, awesome. dildos and things. And so now she's starting this new thing where she has a dungeon line coming out. So this is going to be like a thing. So just keep your eyes on Atlanta because that's where it's going to probably start where her first dungeon will probably open up. And I know she's going to tour with it and stuff. But she just did a, um, uh, a bachelorette party for one of the girls who was going through her second marriage. And she. She was, you know, Mistress Candy the whole night and mm-hmm. she had all the girls change their names for the whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. so they had different, different name. One of them was like Lickety Split. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was her name. But, but like, Isn't that a My Little
1: Pony?
0: I don't know. But that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> <laughs> like the My Little Pony people. Okay. We're going to end on something really, really gross. But like <laughs> when it comes to My Little Pony. Have you seen this jar thing?
1: Oh no, I don't think I don't know.
0: Oh my God, I'm gonna ruin everybody's day. okay. so you could, you have to search most of it on yourself. But if you guys just search like my little Pony jars like like mason jar, there are these dudes who are putting little my little ponies in like mason jars or other figurines and then they fill the jar up with their own ejaculate
1: oh my god It is not surprised, the though.
0: most insane <laughs> thing. And I, I I found it on TikTok. This is what happened on my FYP page one day. I don't know why, guys, because I'm not.
1: Oh, great. So that's a lot on TikTok. But I can't wear a turtleneck and eat no, no, no. a little miniature signature of a man. What it was, I'm what sure. it
0: was, was it was an image of this little, you know, peach from uh, Super Mario Brothers. You know, it was Princess mm-hmm. prince, Princess Peach dressed like a cat with her little figurine and they're like oh and like this girl's doing a reaction video she's like oh that's cute that's cute and as they pull back from the thing you see a jar in the background the girl's like oh no and I was like what is this and it had like a hundred thousand likes I'm like what the hell is this so then I go into like the comments and everybody's like oh my god I can't believe they're still doing this so I was like what I googled it and I did not realize what I was getting myself into people yeah so that is the gross lower level (laughs) thing I'm gonna leave with you guys with today. <laughs>
1: like, there is a subculture
0: of gentlemen who are doing this right now. So I am
1: not surprised anymore by anything. Nothing it's, shocks me at this point. It's
0: not for me. It's great for you.
1: <laughs> like I think that's
0: <laughs> that's really where we're going to leave that part. goddess sydney thank you so much for coming on the show today and just kind of letting me throw questions at you
1: (laughs) it was fun chatting and it was good to see your pretty little face it's been so long thank you you. so
0: much i miss you too it's today ladies and gentlemen if you You guys want to find goddess sydney make sure that you guys find her at www.goddessydney that's s-y-d-n-e-y dot com and you guys can find all of her socials on there. Give her a follow over on Instagram. Get those numbers up and then just pay some tribute bitches. Give her her roses. We're in a pandemic. absolutely thank you so much you guys can find me d'angelo at d'angelo gogo on instagram you guys can find me at d'angelo on tiktok that's d-a-n-g-i-l-o uh other than that thank you guys so really much for tuning into another episode of bald and bingeable this has been so much fun thank you guys so much Mwah. love ya and good night from the lower level
1: good night from the lower level